0: That's the sound of rock cracking. Yes, that's right. We're right here in the hot days of summer in the good old U.S. of A. And we've passed July 4th. It's hot everywhere. I, I was up in Alaska. They said it was almost, I won't say record temperatures, but when I was up there a couple days, it got up in the, the low 80s, which is very hot for Alaska. So, America, you are in a heat stroke <laughs> time right here, and politics are heating up, and you got to know what's going on in the world. We're going to talk about Greece. We're going to slide into the Greece question, and I'm going to tell you what you need to know as of the recording of this show about Greece and its financial stability and the world. Got to know that. So that's coming up in today's show. Before we get there, we're going to talk a little bit of presidential politics and as we end the show up, I got some time to talk about the Donald and presidential politics and let me just say would you fall in line or else what would you do somebody You do this or else we're going to talk about that at the end of the show and talk about Donald Trump's rise in the poll. So stay tuned to another great and exciting show. Let me start out with this right here. Sliding away, slip, sliding away. You know, the nearer your destination, the more you slip, sliding away. Hey, and that's Paul Simon. Slip, sliding away. And what's he talking about? Well, he's singing about a lot of things, but I think this week he could be singing about Greece. Is Greece slip sliding away from the Eurozone? Is it going to get out of the Euro? Well, what's it going to? do. Well, as of the recording, they're still trying to figure out the complicated mess that is the debt crisis of Greece. And we're going to be talking about that in today's show, just like Paul Simon is singing Slip Sliding Away. Uh, I think a while ago, I forgot to remind you, you are listening to Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. I'm your host, Ed Holliday. You're listening to us right here on webtalkradio.net, home of many great shows that you can listen to their podcast and we're glad to be a part of that and you can hear things here you won't hear anywhere else very important as we get into this presidential election year the race is heating up and we'll be talking about some of that a little bit later but i want to let you know that as far as this show about Greece there's some things that it can get very complicated i can throw out numbers for you and i can throw out statistics and I can throw out the things that are so worrisome to so many people, and people are using Greece to say, "Well, the whole world could collapse." No,pe, nope, not yet. Uh, so I'm gonna give you overall view of what's going on. In fact, it's almost like uh, being an announcer at a ball game the last couple weeks of what I was going on. So let's let's just sort that out right here. When Paul Simon saying "Slip Sliding Away," uh, I have to tell you, I really felt in the gut of gut of my feelings that uh, the Europeans would work out something for Greece and we'd keep kicking the can down the road. I mean, that's what most financial institutions shudder at the thought of major bankruptcies. Uh, They know that's what happened in the Great Recession of 2008 when America had such financial woes that it caused – ramifications around the world and so uh, bankers financial institutions and people in the governments they would rather kick the can down the road and you know that here in america why because what do we do with our national debt our politicians let's all say it together kick it down the road they just kick the can down the road so in greece I really thought they were going to work out something. But, you know, the the Greece uh, government decided, you know, instead of going straight and trying to work something out, they said they would take the vote to the people and say, do you want more austerity? And saying, do you want more hardships? Do you want more financial hardships? Are you going to vote for it for yourself? So they uh, took a, a referendum. And had about a week to decide they're going to vote yes or no. Yes meant go ahead and put more austerity. What's austerity? It means more pressure of higher taxes and less pension payments. These are the things that the Greek people were asked to vote yes or no. Do you want more of your retirement check taken away? Do you want higher taxes? Vote yes or no. And so the Greek people voted no. Well, what do you expect? But this is, the, this is the overall picture you need. I'm going to boil it down to terms that you can understand. Some of you are very intelligent, and you know these things better than I do about Greece and the financial escapades they've been putting on the last five years to keep uh, treading water and keep things going. But I just want to give you an overall picture so you can better understand it. I've studied this. I've looked at it so that I can give you, in a nutshell, what you need to know. And this is what you're going to get right here in Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. So let me just first say that I don't believe what's happening in Greece could be so contagious it would go around the world and make the whole world sneeze or have a tremendous recession, depression. What it can do what it can do is unstabilize some markets and if some more unstabilities happen in a couple months or so, now we could have some major worldwide problems. But let me get back to the Greek people. I love Greece. I've never been for people Hey, the Western world's foundation is home to Greek democracies, (laughs) going back uh, over two thousand years ago. So yes, uh, the Western civilization has an affinity to all things Greek. But what has happened? Let's go back for a little uh, nutshell history. After World War II, it looked like the Greek islands of the well the islands of greece and greece itself were leaning toward the soviet union the communist camp always had a lot of communists in in this area and going back during world war ii now i had the privilege one time of sitting at a table with some uh holocaust survivors and one happened to be from greece and it talked about what happened when the nazis came into greece and the Germans, as they came in, uh, at, during World War Two, the Jewish people were sent into the country in the small towns to try to help them out. But the Nazis did come into the small towns, and they did start dragging out the Jewish people. And so, but what he was saying that there was, what he told me, and this is a, one person view, but there was a communist government, that, and of course, the Nazis tried to wipe out the communists. I said it wasn't a communist government in, in Greece, I didn't mean to say that, but what I'm saying is the communists who were working in Greece were being snuffed out by the Nazis, but they were forced in further inland, and then when the war was over, so many of these communists came out with the Nazis defeated, and they spoke to the people. And they were very active in getting the government set up after after World War II. And that's why they tried Greece Union's orbit. But there was enough people and Europeans and American uh, pressure that they kept Greece into NATO, kept Greece free, and there was a struggle for that. But there was always a strong communist socialist leaning, has been, in Greece. And so you got to understand this background. And Greece has a, a very independent nature and have a very socialist type of government, has for years, for decades. And what has happened, and this is what you really need to know to understand what's going on, is the socialist really set up a government that it looks like nirvana if you're a worker but you start retirement at age 50 you can you can start drawing your retirement at age 50 in most cases in Greece not only that there's a very high social welfare program and a lot of people don't work <laughs> and and that's just been what has happened over the last few decades. And now when they talk about austerity, you see, it looks like it's going to be rough on the Greek citizens. But you've got Germans whose retirement age is much more like America's, closer to 60, 65 age. And they're saying, why should we, the people in Germany, the citizens are putting pressure on their government saying, why should we work harder to help bail out Greece? When they're retiring at 50, and here I am, some citizens in Germany might be 55, 60, and say, I'm still having to work my tail off (laughs) and help support the people who are retiring at 50 in Greece. Forget it. So that's the attitude. I mean, that's... that's, A broad-looking, and it doesn't mean everything, but in a nutshell, that's what's going on. In Finland, why should we bail out this country of Greece until they raise their retirement age, until they start working harder to pay back, and, you know, why should we work harder in our lifestyles in Finland and Germany and other places so that, the Greeks can keep something that should have never been given to them in the first place by their very lackadaisical socialist government. Well, that's what you need to know. And that's what was going on. And when I said I thought most of the European nations would work out a deal, and they may yet, but there's something that's coming together called Grexit. Have you ever heard that term? I never had, but you need to know it. G-R-E-X-I-T. Grexit. Now, what does Grexit mean? It means Greece exiting the And that's like we have the American dollar, European Union. They go under euros. Now, euros, if you can remember, it's been in place since right at the end of the century, 1999, year 2000 or so. It was to strengthen all the European nations, get them behind one unit of currency, the euro. And it would be able to compete against the United States dollar. And it was supposed to help bring prosperity and, and better movement of goods and, and uh, workers between the European nations. And in a, to an extent, it has worked when everybody will pull their own weight. But now that's where we're getting in trouble when people of Greece, when the, the prime minister who was more left, he was elected back in around December. I would have been in a few months. And he was elected to work a deal and stop all this hardship austerity that the European Union wanted to put on Greece. But this prime minister, uh, he, I think he looked at his cards and he saw he, he was going to have to keep austerity and make it even worse. And he'd run and he got elected by saying he was going to get a better deal. So he said, let's let the people vote for it. And so the people voted. Okay, go ahead and make our day. We're not going to have austerity. We're going to vote for no austerity. But now they doesn't look like they'll get a deal. Let's go back to Grexit. G-R-E-X-I-T, Grexit. I'm going to tell you about that <laughs> as soon as we take a break. Let me, let me remind you, you're listening to Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. You're listening to us right here on webtalkradio.net. That's webtalkradio.net. And what, teacher? Well, i got to tell you this. i got to tell you that a book is coming out of our Talking with the publisher, printer, and sh- should be in September. Have a new book. I'll be a co author with Dr. Alvita King, Fox News contributor, Nisa Martin Luther King Jr., and also Alex McFarlane is the third author. Three of us put together a book, and we're going to be talking more about it as we get closer. But get ready to order a new book by co authored by Doc Holliday. And you'll be glad when you see what it has in it. So I just letting you be aware of that. Give you more updates as uh, we get closer to the publishing date. Now I do also want to say we hadn't talked to the to my listeners and new listeners in a while as far as something specific you can do. Web Talk Radio has done a great job of putting keeping all our previous programs on, and you go back into the archives, and you can hear shows going back in the last two or three years and a lot of things that you can pull out. So go back and use the archives. See see the other shows, and you'll be glad you did. Listen to the shows, and a lot of them you'll find interest. Look at the titles. Go back and see what's in there. And uh, I'd say, welcome to the archives of Doc Holliday's Rock split Splitting Politics. Now I am gonna get back to what Grexit means G R E X I T. First I want you to take a listen to this. See show in town for only fifty cents. Well it's fifty cents worth seeing the saddest show in town. Well the saddest show in the world, should we say. But Greece is in a financial <laughs> Catastrophe and Grexit is a term that some are saying coming out of Germany when they're fed up with the Greeks who have voted no more austerity. And the government, because of that, put out a plan and they said they would take more austerity and they wanted the European Union to exit. And in the European Union, there's some people in Germany and finland and some other people who want to say listen you know you can give me all the plans you want but they're not realistic we don't believe you can come up with that money so they're saying you need to put 50 billion euro in, in into a escrow account basically i'll say to use the word escrow they want to put it somewhere where if they don't come through with their plans they'll just take that money you know that's a pretty good plan uh but there's no money to put 50 billion euros so what they'd have to do is find new creditors to give them that 50 billion euro to set into a place that they couldn't touch it but it would be like a collateral so number one i don't know where they could get somebody to loan them 50 billion euro but and i think they know that too i think the 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 those in the european union who don't want to bail out greece they're saying you know put some money there and don't just give us your dreamland of what you're going to do because you don't ever come up with it basically they're saying greece we don't trust you you haven't you haven't lived up to the terms from the past so why should we trust you to live up to terms of the future, you need to put some money somewhere where we can get our hands on it if you don't live up to your predictions or what you say you'll do. And, and so that's where we are here on this week and uh, this early Monday morning, and the plans are being ironed out, worked out, so it could go either way still this is this game could go into extra innings if if uh, if Greece was up at the bat and we're talking about if you had a baseball game it's like Greece has got two outs maybe a run, and you got to hit at least a single to get that runner in to tie the game up and go in extra innings but grexit g r e x i t says we will put Greece into a timeout and it makes you feel like they're treating it like a spoiled child saying, you know, you go to the corner and wear that dunce hat. You know, you've been you have not done well with the money you've had and you've made poor decisions. So you sitting there for five years in the corner and we're going to get you out of the Eurozone for five years to give you a chance to basically they're saying go mature, grow up. Go find out. You can have absolutely no contact with the Eurozone or you can, you know, you can learn how to do austerity. You can learn how to balance your books like some people over in Munich and, and uh, Berlin and all the other places in Germany are having to do. They're saying, welcome and get into the real world, Greece. And that's what we might call tough financial love. So that's what Grexit means. G-R-E-X-I-T means getting the the Greek people out of the Eurozone for five years, and then they would reestablish a, a point in five years. Can you come back in and Basically they're saying you are going to, have to go on your own currency for 5 years knowing it's going to cause dramatic trauma to the financial institutions and get this the Germans have said and they would lead the calls and hopefully other european nations would follow we will give you humanitarian aid <laughs> like a like a third world country that's uh, have devastated a, a natural catastrophe but they're telling the Greek people, we won't let you starve to death. We'll give you we'll give you humanitarian aid. So, so that's what Grexit is. It's saying, excuse me, you have done wrong. We're going to put you in a timeout. You're going to hurt, and you're going to pout, and you're going to cry. But after you sit out, if you say you really want to roll up your shirt sleeves and really get back in the European Union, you can do it, but you're going to have to work your tail off to get there. Now, that's maybe a, a, a crude American take on what's going on with the European Union. But I just wanted you to understand if it's like a ball game, and it is. Uh, the bottom of the ninth and Greek is at bat, and the European Union is throwing a fastball or a curveball, you might say, and can they hit it and, and knock in a run? and tie this thing up and go in extra innings. Or they can say, we're through with you. You know, you have bankrupted yourself. We're not going to bail you out. And then that complicates things because who is waiting in the wings? Have you heard this? The Soviet Union, you know, I told you before, there's a lot of ties. The Soviet Union no longer exists. But a lot of those communist ties that Greece has always had throughout the decades, even especially during the Cold War, those ties still exist. And would Vladimir Putin come riding in like a knight in shining armor and saying, we will extend to you bailout money. We will extend to you the arm of Russian friendship. We will extend to you... uh <laughs> A stick to stick into NATO's eye. We will save you from NATO, get you out of NATO, and come be our friend. Now, does that complicate things? Is that the reason the IMF, which International Monetary Fund, has a lot of American dominance and presence in the IMF, and they actually help bail out Greece? They have in the past. And so America has a chance to help. Say, we will go ahead and bail you out. Will they do it? What's the Obama administration's trying to do? Well, Putin is spitting eyes Barack Obama several times, and I would say he's going to spit in Barack Obama's eye again. Basically, he's spitting on America, and he's gotten away with it in Ukraine. He's gotten away with it in Georgia. He's gotten away with it talking about the Baltic states how they may negotiate how they shouldn't have left the soviet union putin is on the move so don't expect greece to uh, be without a friend and so this is the week a lot of things are going to happen but i'm throwing that out we don't know exactly if they'll get bailed out or if they'll go through a grexit like i just uh, told you about or they could be completely cut off in a full bankruptcy and kicked out of European Union. They would not have the euro to work with. They'd have to have their own currency, which would just immediately drop the, I mean, zero. I'm just saying that people say if they had a dollar, it could be worth 30 or 20 cents on a dollar. I'm throwing that out, but I mean, it would be a drastic reduction of wealth across the nation. Of Greece, so what would happen then? Well, it goes back to like I said with the Soviet Union and the Cold War, all the Cold War different networking that that Greece and the old Soviet Union had. Well, a lot of those people did that networking and are still alive and are still connected to Moscow, still connected. And so, would Vladimir Putin come in like that? Shining knight in armor and saying, I will save you, Greece. I will give you a lifeline. And he would love to give NATO a black eye. He loves to spit in Barack Obama's face. He loves to make fun of America. And what better way than take Greece from NATO? We see the leadership of Barack Obama on a worldwide scale has been so diminished. He looks so weak. Vladimir Putin, whether it be to Ukraine or Georgia, or if it be uh, like I said, we we got so much going on, even in the Baltic countries that became free after the collapse of the Soviet Union. We've noticed that Putin has said he's going to readdress those. He's going to look into that because he thinks they left the Soviet Union in a wrong way, and so Vladimir Putin is beating his chest. Do not think that use Greece, I mean, even though Russia's having their own financial problems, they would love, uh, Vladimir Putin would love to spit in Barack Obama's eyes again because it diminishes. It keeps his eyes away from other things. Putin is on the move. We've talked about that in other shows. So let me just say, <laughs> Greece does have meaning and purpose of what's going on in the financial world and it's in the international field and our administration now is not handling it well looking at the way it's done in the past I don't believe we're going to get out of this picture in a pretty way for what's best for the American people What's best for America and the world. But we'll keep watching, we'll keep you posted right here on Doc Holiday's Rock Splitting Politics. I told you we were gonna get in to talk about presidential politics and had something to say about Donald Trump and his rise and oppose. But first, let me let you hear this from a Democratic candidate. Who? It's Jim Webb. He, he, he's noticed something we've been talking about here. If you've been listening to Doc Holiday's Rock Splitting Politics, he's going to make a statement, and we're going to say, man, we could have told you that. Take a listen to what former senator from Virginia, Jim Webb, who's now a presidential candidate for the Democratic nomination. Take a listen to what he had to say last week. Who are the Jim Webb Democrats? I believe we can, we can bring a different tone to the Democratic Party. You're right. The party has moved way far to the left. Uh, and that's not my Democratic Party by, in and of itself. We need to bring working people back into the formula. Did you hear former Senator Jim Webb? We could have told them the Democratic Party has gone far to the left. They've left you, Jimbo. <laughs> they have left so many people. Won't you get on the Republican bandwagon? Why don't you get on some kind of party ticket that will help you bring America back? I believe the left-wing train has <laughs> gone and left you. But that's, I guess I should be happy that there's somebody that's trying to bring some a little bit of sense to the far-left uh that's taking over the democratic party but uh my hat's off to you jim Webb. i'm glad you're running and i hope you'll bring some conservative values to that runaway train of the democratic socialist communist (laughs) train ride that they're taking america on now uh, I do have to tell you something about the Donald and what 's going on. We know chris christie 's jumped in the race. Scott Walker this week supposed to make his formal announcement, but the Donald has been dominating news. <laughs> Take a listen to this and see if it reminds you of the Donald. For a new sensation well think about donald trump did you hear the lyrics with well, that's in excess an old show an old song from the 90s and did you hear the lyrics though it says cry baby cry when you got to get it out i'll be a shoulder you can tell me all don't keep it in uh, well that's the reason that i'm here Are you ready for a new sensation? Is that Donald Trump's theme song, a new sensation? We've known Donald Trump, and we've heard him for years, for decades. And now he's saying, I mean, he's tired of America being pushed around, tired of people, political correctness all over the place. And I'm telling you that what's refreshing is he's standing up to the bullies who say, you better fall in line or else. And he's saying, Tell me what else. Take away my (laughs) Miss Universe pageant. Take away my golf course games. I'm telling you, he's looking them in the eye, and America's giving some respect to Donald Trump because he's saying, Don't make me fall in line. All over the place, we have the left winger saying this is the way you must do it and you must like it because we're telling you this is the way it must be done. And people are getting fed up with it. If it's immigration, if it's the Confederate flag flying over Confederate graves, there's... I'm telling you, there's something that people want to stand up and say, I'm tired of this political correctness. And Donald Trump is standing up to the bullies, and he's surging in the polls. Now, will it be our nomination for the Republicans? I don't know. But I do know this. It's good to see somebody saying political correctness, go kiss my nose, okay? I think somebody said something other than that. Listen, you've got Doc Holly's rock-splitting politics. We're going to follow this uh, presidential nomination. And I'm just telling you, I'm not saying I'm behind Donald Trump, but I am saying the American people are hearing somebody standing up to the political correct crowd and saying enough is enough. America is full of diversity It's full of people speaking their mind with their First Amendment rights. It's full of people worshiping with the right to religion. And it's time for people to stop telling others what they have to do. And Donald Trump has got a new sensation by standing up to the political correct crowd. And my hat's off to you, Donald. I hope the other candidates get a hold of some of that uh, courage and fortitude to stand up. And I think the American people will rally behind them. That's this week's show. Thank you for listening to Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. You're sure to hear things here you won't hear anywhere else. We'll keep you posted on what's going on in the Greece situation. We'll keep you posted on what's going on and what you need to know in the race for the United States President's 2016. Ready to talk to you again next week. God bless you. See you next week. Thanks for joining us today, and remember to listen again next week for another edition of Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. You can order Ed's new book, Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics, Tea Party Versus the Status Quo, by clicking on the book cover right in front of you on the screen. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you again next week.